Hey, this is your host, Daxton. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Clueless Drifting. Give that back. We're taking away your mic because you're chewing in the mic. When you're done with your burrito, you can come back. <laughs> so, let's go ahead and get this one started. Okay. On today's episode, we have Caleb Stillman and Derek. You're going to have to give me your last name, though. <laughs> oh, it's Dupler. Dupler. All right. These are some of our friends yeah. from Colorado. They come down to the Utah events quite a bit, and both of them know how to shred tires pretty freaking well. You guys want to introduce yourselves, give us like a 30-second rundown on on who you are, where you're from, what cars you drive. I think that takes more than 30 seconds. Nope, only 30. That's all you get. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm Caleb. I used to live in Utah, actually, in Riverton. Moved to Colorado five years ago. Uh, I currently drive... What do we drive, Derek? I've got a couple S3, oh. a Mustang, and an S14. Very Mustangs nice. are superior. <laughs> yeah, we're excited to try out the Mustang. Derek's not, but I'm excited to try it out. Wait, what What Mustang? Uh, it's a O2. Oh, okay. boy. Same year as mine. <laughs> nice. Yep. Uh, I'm Derek. I've uh, been in the scene for about 12 years. Um, I'm the owner of uh, Handsome Danger. It's a small shop here in Grand, Grand Junction, Colorado. Um, pretty much we specialize in, in drift cars, and that's how I met Caleb. Um, we've become very good friends. Uh, he keeps dropping all of his stuff off, at, and I keep building it for him. So. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's but, true friendship uh, right there. Currently, I share a uh, five three swapped um, S thirteen. Nice. Yeah. Anything special with that five three? Uh, it's got um, a drift spec cam, uh, push rods, um, valve LS three valve, um, uh, valve springs. Um. So basically, and then just, just like a regular a truck sheet motor, metal intake. Huh? Other than that, not really. It's pretty much stock. <laughs> nice. It's the usual drift spec. Very nice. hundred percent. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> what sort of specs make a a drift spec cam for those motors? I don't know. Comp cam has a quote unquote drift spec. Um, I'm not really sure on the uh, lift and duration, but it's gotcha. their drift spec cam, and <laughs> I've ran it in two blocks, and I like it. It sounds good at idle, and it. It revs pretty good, so nice. Is it like a top end cam more than anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. I guess that would make sense. Yeah. I have a big cam sitting around for my car. It just does nothing though. It's just a paperweight right now. <laughs> That's because you have a V six. Yeah. That's all right. I'm okay with that fact. It's close enough to. It's an been LS. the most reliable car out of all of ours. So <laughs> besides you two. Well, we were. <clears throat> Thank you for that little rundown. We would love to hear a little bit more, though. Let's do like some like what got you into uh to the car scene slash drifting, like kind of your a little bit of your your history. Um, go. or do you yeah. want to go first, Eric? No, you go. You go. All right, all right. Um, so I raced dirt bikes pretty much my whole life, and then had to grow up a little bit, and so I got out of that. Um, and I'd always drifted different stuff like in church parking lots like everyone did growing up when they were 16 no no we, we never oh. did that that's illegal <laughs> yeah no no it's yeah. only in the winter right and make sure no one was around but uh 
did that a little bit. Um, and then my first performance car, I bought a Fox body Mustang nice. with the 2.3 liter turbo. Notchback? Fastback? It was a hatchback. I wish nice. it was a notch. That, but see, I like the right. hatches. We're both we're both hatch guys for Fox, Fox bodies. But oh yeah, for Fox bodies, dude. I don't know. I, I like the notches. Guy. I own the hatch. I would own another one, but I like the notch. Yeah, but, so. that's understandable. See, if I if I was ever direct my Mustang, I go back and forth like about would replace with a Fox body, you know, and just swap over all the bits into a Fox body shell because I love Fox bodies. That'd be sick. Would be. There's a couple out here in Colorado guys that have Fox bodies all done up in there. They shred and they're really cool looking. They're one of my favorite cars for sure. I'd love to. Maybe that, we'll add that to the list at yeah. some point, Derek. But, I like the capris uh, we'll too. See. Like the capri front ends, you know. Yep. Yep. What are you looking at? I'm just wondering what's going on in that corner. Hatch and capri front end. Yeah. Notchback. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's because everybody has the notchback, bro. Do something different. Because it's, it's good. Well, there was a guy in Utah that had a capri front end on one for a while. I think. Oh, nice. I think I like the Capri front ends. I don't like the the glass. They have that like weird like bubbled glass, you know, on the back. But I like the front ends. I agree. I agree. Yeah, so that'd be the first car that I started drifting, if you will, um, and then tore it apart. And like most, I was probably eighteen. Uh, couldn't really get it back together the way I wanted, so I sold it. <laughs> and then right. I bought an SR twenty S thirteen hatch, and that was kind of the first car that I legitimately drifted still wasn't uh going to any of events or anything i was pretty nervous at that just like throwing um, the ground you know corners and such yeah, and parking yeah lots. There, that was back <laughs> there's um yeah some spots that a bunch of people would go to and we'd go do that uh shoot and then Real traded that roots. car for an rb25 s14 that i still have wow and that's the car that actually me and derek um met over was that car uh when i when i moved to colorado he was helping me get it ready for an event and uh yeah then that's kind of how we got into it really started drifting whenever that was four or five years ago uh, and try and hit as many events as we can ever since nice that's awesome so that that nissan that you've got i thought that thing was jay-z powered that's rb no that car's jay-z okay okay (laughs) it's like man i've been confused this whole time (laughs) (laughs) no i don't I don't really drive the RB car. We're kind of, it's on its way back to being a street car. Okay. What What do you mean by a street car? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only non-caged car I have that has an interior, so I want it to be, you know, gotcha. something that you could drive on the streets sure, semi-comfortably. Sure. Is it still like kind of drift spec, or are you just going more like just like street alignment, street, you know, knuckles, all sorts of stuff just to drive it around? Um, it's still, well, no, I mean, it's just, we just put coils over and it had knuckles on it. So we'll probably just convert it all back to, to stock on the RB car. Yeah. It's kind of nice, you know, to have for street. I know like my Mustang with the drift spec stuff drives awful on the road. Like you drive it anywhere. And if it was like, it wants to pull you into the wall. That's great. Yep. It's just a Mustang trying to do Mustang things. At least you don't have to do like a 20-point turn to do a U-turn though. It is very nice. Yeah. You just <laughs> flick it around in the two-way street and you're done. <laughs> just rip the handbrake. That's super you angle kit though, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What about you, Derek? Uh, so I'm not really sure how I came across um, option videos. I don't know if you've, if, if you've ever heard of um, oh, yeah. like option. It's It was like a car show in Japan. Um. Who was but, it like I was in computer class, and instead of actually doing my computer work, like I figured out how to get online, and I could not 
get enough of these option <laughs> videos, man. Like, there was just, it was just so cool to me. Just like, I didn't know what the hell they were saying, but what a good student. It was, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> um, and that's kind of where Handsome Danger came in because, like, in Japan, they have like super silly names like Late Risers or like Midnight Runners. Yeah. So we're just kind of sitting around and we're like, well, Handsome Danger. And like, yeah. that's kind of where. <laughs> the shop name started that's but, awesome um yeah i was like super into pirate bay back in the day i don't know if you guys remember pirate <laughs> bay, but um they had the drift bible on pirate bay yeah. like that was was because i was looking for option videos and i was like well, what the heck is drifting so uh, i watched um like the drift bible and i was just like oh man i could probably do that and yeah. at the time i think i had a a, a mazda 3 and like I drilled the little ratcheting um, like sprocket in the handbrake, so it would just like go up and down, you know, and, and not lock. And yeah. I would just like every corner just rip the e brake. That's so fun. <laughs> like, I drive thought that, are fun. that was what drifting was, but I mean, I that was about a year somewhere. ago. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I don't know. Like drifting to me is. Just, it's it's an art and a lot of people i'm i feel like don't really realize like it's it actually takes a fair amount of skill to like not missile your car into a pylon you yeah. know yeah. yeah and uh uh like a lot of other motorsports like um time attack or drag racing like you can't really go through the pits and be like hey you know you're shredding out there dude like like what are you run like what are your alignment specs or yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean cuz it's it's competitive in in a different way like yeah. that they don't really want to talk to you they don't want to be your friend whereas drifting i mean you can go to any pit and just be like what's up yeah yeah. yeah yeah we know you we, know we, what i mean like, yeah we've talked is, about that and it's it's, it's awesome super cool and the only person you're competing with is is yourself really and so there's no uh, reason to hide it from anyone else we, we've talked right, about the environment absolutely. there and it's like one of the best racing environments that we we personally think you know after going to different race events of different styles and it's it's a blast like i don't just... know me and me and sean usually get in a pretty big competition on who can drink the most beer that night oh <laughs> uh, and that's another reason i love beer so yeah. <laughs> it's, <my> sport, man. <laughs> it's, it's a great time you just go it's like you, it's like you're just hanging out with everyone like you said, you know, it's like right. you know, even when we've had, you know, in Utah, it's not like we have big competitions with it, but we even have little competitions and the whole time you're talking with the other drivers still and you're having fun with it. You know, it's like, sure, you, once you're in it, you know, you're going to be competitive when you're driving, but you get out there and immediately go talk to the guy before. Like, you know? Oh, bro, did you see that? Oh, man. Yeah. And it's just a great environment. Like I, I've, you know, we, we talk about it all the time, but seriously, it's like one of my favorites because it just feels like you're hanging out and it's like, you're not bringing it. It feels like, you know, it, you not it doesn't matter you know your your political background your growing up whatever you know it's it's just everyone's there for drifting and it's awesome yeah i just wish it wasn't so damn expensive <laughs> <laughs> it's an expensive hobby <laughs> name a cheap auto yeah. sport though motorsport there's just there isn't one right i'm going to pick up rc so, cars and it should be at least a little cheaper that's not a motorsport <laughs> <laughs> involves vehicles of some sort <laughs> yeah Wait. So, how yeah. did you how did you get into? Uh, or so you said, um, Handsome Danger is a like a custom shop. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's how I mean, it's, it's 
It's behind my hair. I can rotate the camera. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, let's see it. Yeah. Let's see it. Uh, I might lose internet in there, but. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, you're just Dude, hanging out just on the back of the truck. The door here. Oh, I don't have my keys. Crap. That's a good size shop. Yeah, that's a good size. How do I rotate? That's um, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I do. I'll put a 5.3 in just about anything. So, oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, you bring it by. I'll put a, a 5.3 in it. See, I'm, Cheap and easy. I mean, yeah. as far as engine swaps go, at least. I'm picking up a 6.2 that yeah. needs to be rebuilt, and I, I got to figure out what to put that in. You already know what you're going to put it okay, in. Okay, well, sort of. I have an idea. <laughs> Is it a Mustang that you're going to put it yeah. in? I want to put it in a Porsche 996. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I try something a little bit different. I'm like, do you have a Porsche? No, but I'm looking. Oh, well, okay. I will be hopefully. <laughs> I got to get yeah, my MR2 done and sold, and then I'm like, LS Porsche. You know, it's like because they make the kits for it, and you could do out of a six two. You know, you can do heads and cam and a few bits, and you could do like six hundred horsepower. And a that'd be pretty. The spicy. life of a the life of a car guy. <laughs> I want something fast. That's all I want. And then drift it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm so down. A weight balance might be a little funky, but I'm, I'm down for it. <laughs> Stillman, did, have, did you ever do uh, much for like fabrication or custom work on your own, or have you kind of always out, outsourced for that? Uh, usually Derek will help me out with that stuff. There's one car that's in Drift Colorado that has some of my welds, and you shouldn't go look at them. <laughs> <laughs> if you pick out what car it is, and uh, I won't claim those welds as mine, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't claim to be a fabricator at all. Gotcha. I mean, you don't get good without practice, so I mean, that makes sense. Well, I totally get it, though. That's why you got Derek, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's why I have Caleb. He just he just got done welding up my, uh, my differential because... Nobody wants to see my welds. I promise you that. <laughs> Thing was, it wasn't as bad as I thought for cast aluminum. I thought it could have been a lot well, worse. We cleaned the hell out yeah. of it. It was very. Dax clean. went to town on it, and then I went to town on it, and, and then, then we Caleb did a little bit and... more, and then we yeah preheated it. <laughs> came cast out, aluminum. came out decent. Thirty-year-old diff that soaked up every ounce of fluid that it never had inside of it. <laughs> oh yeah, nothing better. Nothing better. Wait, Derek. Yeah, we tried some TIG welding, and I end up just burning holes. Really, it's TIG not really yeah. much of a weld. TIG welding's totally different. You know, MIG MIG welding's like a hot glue gun. You just kind of go in. Yeah. You know, I like TIG welding. Yeah, you got could, a lot of experience hot gluing parts together. together. Dude, I, I grew up hot gluing like cardboard together for weird odds and end like projects just for fun. So I was practiced. I'm telling you, <laughs> I was ready for MIG. <laughs> Is that why I don't know how to weld? Because we were too poor to afford a hot glue gun. <laughs> Dude, I went to the dollar store. I had a dollar store hot glue gun. It was awesome. I think I hot think glue might hold better than some of my welds. <laughs> I think the best way to um, describe TIG welding is trying to put toothpaste back into the tube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I especially love aluminum. I, I mean, I you love start it. You, you start moving and grooving with the aluminum, and then all of a sudden it just just yeah yeah just, no it's so yeah. true it's like i'm you, you have times where you go from either feeling like you're the greatest in the world and then immediately after you'll be humbled and you just <laughs> yeah, like man, you go I over this same this spot like five times and i'm like i i don't know what i did <laughs> yeah. yeah then like you're like you know what forget this and you crack a beer and go and put on youtube and then you watch taylor ray just like just busting it out <laughs> just busting it out like it's nothing Dude, like, oh, oh man <laughs> yeah, we just recently, we, we, you know, I was doing a whole bunch of aluminum, and so we went back and sat down, you know, with Gordon here, 
and he we just pulled up like TIG welding aluminum videos, and we just went over all the basics again. Yeah, and so I like, make sure I had I all my settings. Something and, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I like I like I like stainless too. Stainless is fun. Yeah. Yeah, but if you ever put on Taylor Ray and start comparing yourself to that, <laughs> you should just give up. True. Just <laughs> just throw everything you own in the trash. <laughs> Get out of drifting. It's time but to go. That's why I love. That's why I love Taylor Ray. He's just like a normal dude. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's just doing the damn thing, yep. you know? And yeah. it's like, putting in the time, oh, man, getting good. I could do that. Yep. His his Fummins project, the Dooley, is what inspired mine because I had the 08 F350 with the 6.7 common rail we swapped. And I was like, at the time, I wanted something a little bit newer. And I, saw, I watched his whole build. You're and like, I, was just I like, gotta do it. It's like, I can do this. And I loved <laughs> it. And so shortly after, I bought an 08 Dooley with a blown, blown engine, you know, and we come and swapped it. And I regret selling it. But that is what it is. <laughs> yeah, what did Good you end up buying Taylor after Ray. that? I bought the 6.7 Power Stroke. 17. Oh, that's yeah. I yeah, bought the 7, right. which was a nice truck. But now I no longer have that one, and I just have a 94 F350. Ha. So. But he's putting his money into that, so that way it'll be like a, a nice. Yeah, I'm a, waiting. A nice build, that'll be 6.7 Cummins. And I mean, it's still a Ford. Stuff. It'll never be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Says the one who owns a Ford truck. I know. That's why I can speak. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those, those are that those rock hard seats, man. <laughs> I like it. I like them. I will well, nothing, say the... nothing beats an old Chevy captain's chair, man. Dude, they They're are just comfy. like <laughs> the most comfortable thing in the world. And it like has to be in maroon, that like velvet red. You <laughs> have to have with the every other part of the interior. Any other color? <laughs> so, so <clears throat> Derek, I don't think we heard what was like. So you had your. What was, your, what was the front-wheel drive car? I missed that. I'm sorry. What Mazda was that? 3. The Mazda 3. I was the Mazda 3. And then, then what Dude, was like your first like, drift lowering cars? springs, like the biggest wing I could order, <laughs> and, and underglow on this Mazda 3. Did it look like a shopping and, uh, cart? <laughs> I, I got the... What's that? Did it look like a shopping cart with the big old wing on that? it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. And uh, I got the bright idea. I was like, hey, I'm gonna two tone this. So it was like a perfectly good car too. And I just <laughs> sanded it down and then primered it and never painted it. Oh. So, like it was it was the grossest thing I've ever driven in my entire life. But how to uh, lose yeah. a bunch of money really fast. Yeah, exactly. And so I mean this was before like I mean YouTube was a thing, but it wasn't actually like a thing yeah, so yeah. you're just kind of like I, like going off of what uh like oh you know fast and furious like every car has a wing i have to have a wing and i i remember there was like this thing called like car sponsorships.com yeah. oh, yeah. that's still around <laughs> it? biggest joke of all like time a, i was like a tier two sponsor and i had like all of these stickers on my car but i didn't have any of the products well that's all tier two affords you is just stickers <laughs> That's right. Dude, they definitely yeah, so. they definitely made you put in the work. It's like, all right, here's like coupons and stuff, but you gotta you gotta reach out to the companies yourself to, to was, actually get yeah, the discount. It's a hundred percent a pyramid scheme. Yeah, one hundred percent a sure. pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like that's kind of drifting, though. Drifting's kind of a pyramid scheme. You just, like, hack all your buddies into it, like, hey, come on, it's the funnest <laughs> thing ever. And then next yeah. thing you know, you're no. all just broke together. Just, so, except right? no one in the pyramid scheme actually makes money. We all lose money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, it's an upside but down. Yeah, yeah it's an upside crazy, down like, pyramid. When I, when I first got into it, like, people were giving S chassis away. They're just like, yeah. get this turd out of my that's driveway. Crazy. And, like, you could pick up a shell for, like, 600 bucks. Yeah, I wish now that was like the case six still. Grand yeah. It's insane. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, but we still I love them say, too, so it's hard to not pay it even though it's that expensive. This is why Mustangs are superior. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's all they got going for it. They're just not the most expensive. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shiniest turd, I think. <laughs> They're not even that shiny, let me tell you. Well, yours was. <laughs> Mine was shiny. It's no longer shiny. <laughs> So Caleb, how um, how uh, how much drifting do you do on, like on a regular basis? Um, we usually hit probably six or seven events a year. Really? Um, just just kind of depends on you know the schedule and how things are working. But we try and shred. We've all got simulators, and we try and shred those pretty often. And then uh, the cheap drifting. Yeah. Uh, legit events were probably six or seven a year. Nice. So, um, do you have any like particular events that you you always re- like you want to hit that you make time to hit? Yeah, Bonneville Bash in Utah is one of our favorite Heck ones. Yeah, two day event there. Um, there's one in Colorado. It's a Father's Day event in June. Um, it's a three day event at PPIR. That's one of our favorite events. Oh, okay. Uh, those are really the two that we try and hit every year. And then whatever, you know, meshes with the schedule in between. Sure. Where are they at in Colorado? Where is that? I don't even know the where that's at. That one's in Colorado Springs. Race. That one, oh. yeah, if you guys could make it, that is the coolest event. There's night drifting. There's, they do like carnival games. You know what I mean? You drift with a, uh, a cup of water, solo cup of water nice. in one hand. And no. <laughs> that's awesome. Pulls, I need, there's I, a bunch of really fun stuff. That That's a really cool event. We keep talking about going out of state. Like I think like the last couple of years, we're like, we've got to go to some out-of-state events, and then we, we haven't yet. But well, that's because like, you're the only one with a working car right now. That's a fair point. No, I <laughs> okay, have a working I'm, car. I'm going I out just of state. I don't have a working guys. truck. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> My trucks are... Yeah, there's some Drift Colorado ones. PPIR is an awesome track that's where they did grid life and oh, they'll nice. do slush and stuff that's cool. um it's yeah it's legit it's a super fun track okay i gotta keep that in well mind. you know if you ever want to loan me a car to come on out there you know hey you should hear his story about his first <laughs> s chassis before you do no we don't need to hear the first <laughs> s chassis story <laughs> What's uh? What's some yeah, of the, it, the coolest of events that you've been out to, like just anywhere, like some of the ones that you both of you guys you found were like really unique or or just cool people or anything like that. Uh, we did Grid Life last year, um, at that same track, but that was hands down the coolest event I've ever driven. Um, yeah, you're you're just chilling there, and then Forsberg blows past you and it's four-door Altima with the GTR motor you know what I mean um it was the craziest thing ever you don't know who's behind you who's in front of you and uh just go I I chased Colette Davis for a little bit that was cool um yeah so that was that was hands down the coolest event I've ever been to just kind of gives you the ability to drive with all these other people right that you wouldn't normally drive with or something 
Yeah. And you're just, you're, you're in grid and you look around and there's everyone from yeah a bunch of local dudes to, you know, some of the top pro guys. And it was, it was super fun. And then there's uh live music and parties and they've that grid life. Um, they're not doing it in Colorado this year, but oh. it'd be worth going to one. Um, even just as a spectator, it was, it was so cool. They're not doing Colorado this year. Do you know why? Nope. Don't know why. Where's it at? Whack. They're doing a few. I think there's one. Is it Laguna Seca? Yeah, this year. They, it's a, kind of like a traveling thing. They do five or six events all over the country. So, gotcha. But, yeah, it really sucks they're not coming to Colorado. I mean, yeah. that was that was pretty crazy, man. The, what was it? Sueco, I think? No way. What, did that, that was, really? I think it was Sueco. That sounds right. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't even know who it was, and then I was just like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I like Sueco stuff. I'm like, too, man. Like, I don't really, like, party anymore. Yeah. And, like, after a long day of, like, you know, at an event, and then you're just like, all right, well, you know, I guess I'll check out this live band. It was insane. <laughs> That's awesome. It was bonkers, dude. <laughs> That's cool. That's super cool. Is that one of the, the, like, coolest events that you've been to as well, or do you have any other ones that you you really enjoyed? Uh, no, yeah, definitely Grid Life. That's I mean, awesome. that was – that. I, so PPIR is a really, really nice um, track. Like, they really take care of the track. And oh, really? The facilities are really nice. That's nice. Um, it was kind of a we we left a little bit late so we spent a good two hours trying to find somewhere to park and pit but other than that it was two it was hours crazy. yeah i would say would you say Caleb, we were driving around for like a good two hours trying to find a spot to that's park nuts. oh my god that's crazy i i think i'm pretty yeah. sure skylar slade you guys know skylar yeah 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 i'm pretty sure yep. he was out there i remember seeing pictures and talking with him about his trip out there and his car is gnarly mm-hmm. too. I like watching his car drive. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, he. he oh, yeah, he was. That's yeah, I remember? Right. Yeah, we got a bunch of runs in. Yeah, he was shredding. Yeah, no, it's super cool to watch that sort of stuff. I'd love oh. to get out there. Yeah, that's right. He broke something, right? I think so. That sounds about right. I was talking with him about it, and a broken drift car. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, he popped. Uh, I didn't. I think he just popped tires when me and him were out. Yeah. When gotcha. I was when I went for a ride along with him. I don't think he broke anything though. Yeah, it's a good way to ruin some fenders. So yeah, yeah, he <laughs> shredded his tires, but that it was, he was just sending it. He was I mean, yeah. he's always shredding tires course, with that yeah. thing, but oh yeah, you know that's just kind of how it goes. It's the only way to do it, especially so, with a car like that. Here, here's a question then. You know, based off of say, you know, like you say that has a really nice facility. What do you think of the Utah facility? I mean, obviously we just have that big paddock. Um, I don't know if you guys have done the go kart track or any of those events, but what do you guys think of? the campus out here oh umc is is right up there with uh, ppir with me i mean it's i like the fact that like the security's there so i mean it's probably a five-hour drive for us out there yeah so being able to like go a day before and be able to like kind of still get into the facility and set up um set up shop not have to worry about anything like the next morning yeah and the bathrooms are open all night that's, <laughs> that's a nice. big one for me, yeah, man. nice yeah and there's showers i didn't realize there were showers until oh, yeah. like i think the last october event I was like <laughs> there's so, showers like, no in way <laughs> they're so nice to have especially after like the two days when it's hot you yeah know? it's a really nice facility yeah so my first ever drift event at umc i we it was a uh, it was the first one of the season so it was about this time of year still getting a little bit cold coming out of or coming into spring 
and uh, we had we had all gone. We're like, we're gonna camp there the night before because everybody was talking about going and camping. So we're like, we're gonna go there the night before, camp, party, hang out, and then we'll go to the drift event. We showed up, and it was probably. 20 degrees outside after dark and no one else showed up it was just me and my buddy in the parking lot with our girlfriends like well this kind of sucks <laughs> we expected like we had tents and whatnot and we we're like all right well i guess let's set up camp we all got so cold by the like two-thirds of the way into the night that we all just went into the bathrooms and hid like at least these things are warm like this is terrible <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, for sure. For Somebody sure. didn't I plan mean, ahead. No, not at all. <laughs> it was like we've gotten to the point now where it's it's more of glamping than it is camping. Yeah. I mean, we've got the the we've got the toter home. We've got the little pop ups because I I don't do tents anymore, man. And like it's just <laughs> like you said, dude. It. I think we were there. I think two years ago. And yeah, it was like 20 degrees, and I was like, "Dude, this is stupid." Like, <laughs> well, this and is also so stupid. with drifting, like it's like driving alone is tiring, and like you're you're swapping out wheels and tires all day, and like it's it's, it's, it's work. Yeah, and so like it's it's nice to be able to like actually relax and recover when you're when you're sleeping afterwards or beforehand because like on a t in a tent you're not doing that as well as you are in a, a nice glamping setup so for sure i totally get it yeah yeah I'm, i made the mistake i think it was last bonneville bash it was like in october it was kind of cold i had this rented this it was like a 32 and foot enclosed trailer right and i just brought an air mattress and a couple blankets i'm like oh it'll be fine and turns out that big enclosed trailer gets real cold at night. And so we had our dog. We ended up trying to use our dog as a blanket and all sorts of stuff. Because <laughs> I'm just like, it's cold. It didn't work very well. Like, I, had my, I had like towels, just like anything I could think of to try to <laughs> bring some heat in. Start using some spare wheels. Dude, pretty much. It's like when you're at a sleepover. You're like, I don't have anything. What like, can I use? I'm this close to backing my car up and sleeping right under the tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> just, just well, yeah, like in the like, high high desert type atmospheres i mean you have like a 40 degree sweep between the day and the night yeah. it's insane. Crazy, yeah yeah because yeah, you're like getting super sunburnt during the day and then at night <laughs> you're freezing. It's like freezing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah in some ways it's nice because it's like oh cool it's starting to cool down we can get some more night driving in but yeah then by the time you're halfway through the night sleeping you're like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, good times. I definitely, I definitely enjoy it though. Like, sure, there's been some stuff like that where you're like, you're like, oh, I didn't sleep well at all last night or anything like that. But you're out there with your boys having fun, so it, it usually offsets itself. Yeah. despite the, the I've had some nights where comfort. I sleep absolutely awful, and I'm like, I just feel like I hate my life. But you still have fun the next day. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy how many guys can sleep in one enclosed trailer. I think we <laughs> you know, also, how many hot dogs you can eat? In one <laughs> right. You got to come. What prepared. was the record? Thirty something. <laughs> what? <laughs> by by one guy. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our dude Jesse man. He's the glizzy king. I mean, he just takes them down. Right? I'm pretty sure hot dogs are like the packs. leading cause of choking. I'm pretty sure, like, out of all the foods out there, like, hot dogs do it the most. Hey, some people just handle their glizzies really well, yeah, all right? Some people. <laughs> he would, he would trade his ass chassis for a 64 pack. Of <laughs> I'm going, to, I'm going to Costco then for the next drift event. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so easy though to pack a ton of food if you're doing hot dogs. I mean, you just need buns and dogs, and you're good to go. <laughs> they're easy to cook. They're yeah, easy. Grid life. We woke up at like 
one in the morning, he's out there just cooking up some blizzards. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever gets you through the night. That's awesome. It's fun though. It's just it's just like no concept of time when you have like the, like you're out there and there's still dudes up at like three a.m. just chilling and partying. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's just everyone's up and then they're still up. You know, the next morning to go drifting. And I I can't do that. That's, yeah, that's... yeah. They're up at seven at the drivers' meeting. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what are you made? <laughs> Did of? you even sleep? <laughs> yeah, for well, real. And then you have to go to back to and then you have to go back to work usually. You know, after the two days or something. And I'm like, there's no way I could do that. I'd die. It's living for it. the weekend. It's boys. worth it. You just do it anyway. I'm just yeah. a wuss. I don't know. <laughs> it could be. Well, yeah. Like every every time you're driving home, you're like, oh, I got I'm not. I swear, I'm. I'm not gonna do this next time. Yeah. Every time after that, man. Every single time I'm like, I'm gonna take the day off after, you know, and I never do. But <laughs> every every time I'm like, why do I do this? But it's worth it. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You usually you pull back in like with everything still loaded and just park it and then just go, go right <laughs> yeah. to bed. You're like, You're like, oh, I'm like, taking I'll, care I'll of this tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. And it sits there for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. Funny enough, I'm I'm pretty sure the buns from last year's grid life are still in the enclosed <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're still fine. The other day. <laughs> Can confirm. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm sure they're still fine. You don't need anything else. That's so funny, dude. Uh, I don't did Derek. Did you tell us what your first drift car was? Oh, S chassis, baby. S chassis, oh, best yeah, chassis. All the way. <laughs> it was like uh, her name was Rihanna because oh, she was all beat up, baby. <laughs> uh, Which chassis like was it? Subframe. What's that? Which one was it? It's an S thirteen. S thirteen, sweet. Just like it was hammered. <laughs> so I had a. That's hands down the I best bought... drift car name ever. <laughs> no this thing was was hammered man like the subframe had a crack in it it like i could never align it just because it was so far tweaked like the whole like the frame was tweaked it was nasty but i loved it that's why it was a perfect um, drift missile because if you crashed it you yeah, couldn't make it any worse i traded up um <laughs> Right, yeah, exactly. I did. I did make it worse. Um, several, <laughs> way worse. Same. <laughs> but I, uh, I traded a four wheeler for an '86 Corolla. Nice. What? But it was, um, uh, this was in California. It was a carbureted one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> listen, I was young, but I couldn't get it to pass smog. So I was like, oh, I'll trade it for an S13, and. <laughs> Still yeah, couldn't pass smog after that too, huh? Worst. No, that didn't pass <laughs> smog either. <laughs> it's funny how that but, works. Yeah, yeah, I regret it, man. That little '86, and it was like um, uh, it was an actual '86 um patch. Oh, nice! And it was painted like the tofu car <laughs> oh, from uh, cool. Initial D. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it was uh, gutless. Um, it stunk. <laughs> I think at one point the hub on the steering wheel stripped out, so like I turned it and it kept going straight. Oh no! <laughs> uh, when I bought it, the seats, like it had like a, a Recaro or was it Recaro? No, it was a Brid rep. Uh, okay. But they didn't put brackets on it. They just took the old seat off and put like some four by fours and oh, no. um, <laughs> like just hose clamped. <laughs> the seat to the bracket. <laughs> oh, jeez. It was so sketchy. And I drove it like that for a while. That's awesome. Oh, dude. I, We've talked about this before where it's like, ah, oh, 
man, I wish I knew what I was doing back when I was getting my first cars because some of those were sweet and I like didn't know what I was doing with it and had to get rid of it because I just didn't know what I was doing. But yeah. I would to- totally have I had it now. Three, I had three of those in high school. I had the Porsche 924, a Mark II Supra, and a Mark III Supra, and I had like no idea what I was doing. Yep. And I ended up selling them all because I couldn't afford any of it <laughs> and didn't know what I was doing. Like I had a, at one point, like I was a little farther along. I had even gotten a 2J out of a junkyard for the Mark III because, of course, the 7M blew a head gasket and ruined the engine. What? I know, weird. That Shut never up. happens. They, so I bought it, and they're like, yeah, it just needs a head gasket. So I pulled off the head, and there was no piston in one of the, in one of the cylinders. It was just gone. <laughs> There's, like, zero trace of it anywhere. Like, the cylinder walls looked totally fine. It was the weirdest thing. There's just no piston. It's just gone. But, no compression in that cylinder is fine. Take the rod and piston out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I went to the junkyard. I pulled a 2JZ. I had, like, the correct bell housing to adapt the W58, all this stuff. And I gathered all these parts, and I'm like, I have no idea what to do next. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't You're know. You're like, anything. I made it so far, but didn't know what I was doing. Had to get rid of it. Yep. Yeah. Going, going back to your, uh, your 86 with 4x4s and the seat kind of strapped in. That's yeah. I, I ended up finding out in the in my current Miata that uh, when I went to put harnesses and like the harness bar in it, I was obviously pulling the seat belts out. Those suckers were self tappered in from the previous owner. They were just oh. self tappered into the shell of the car, and it was like, oh, I wondered why this always rattled when I pulled on. Like, there's got to be something here. <laughs> if I'd ever been in an accident, they would have just ripped straight out. Safety. <laughs> Ejecto seat, okay. The car came from Idaho, so I'm not sure what Idaho's drift spec is, but clearly it's self tappers. Self tappers. That's all you need. Self tappers and duct tape, man. Dear yeah. Lord. Hey, Caleb, I do want to hear. About that, uh, that S14 though. Uh, which S14? Ah, oh, crap! I forget that you're like the the drift lord over there. The, the, uh, the big dog one. Yeah, the big dog one. The big. Dog. So we actually sold that car last week. Oh. Yep. But it was cool. It was a it was a four oh six, uh, small block, oh, Chevy, uh, full aluminum block, carbureted. Nice. Um, dog box, quick change, the whole thing. It was a rear radiator setup. It was a cool car. It was super fun. How come you sold it? Um, couple reasons. <laughs> Derek Colorado, smiles. I was <laughs> uh, doing a shootout, and uh, they made a rule that you couldn't have any car that's ever been a Pro One or Pro Two car. Oh. Uh, in the shootout, so couldn't even compete in it. Um, Boo. out here, and then Pro Specs changed changed some rules, so we have to have like a factory pedal box and a factory steering column and uh, a couple little things that we would have had to unbuild on that car sure if that makes sense to, yeah. to compete in pro specs <laughs> so uh we went and bought a s13 coupe that'll be the new uh prospect car do you mind if i ask how much you sold that for uh it was a good amount okay. with a three. <laughs> no no worries <laughs> So, so you just picked up, so did you just barely pick up a new S13? Yep. So we picked up a rolling shell last weekend. Uh, it's caged. Um, I went and, uh, I actually sent my dad down to California and he picked up a winter's quick change for it. Wait, so it's actually um, a rolling a, shell. It's actually got subframes in it. Yep. Wow. <laughs> it does have subframes. <laughs> We're pulling the rear one out for this winter setup. So it'll have a quick change. Nice. Uh, we've got a five, three stroker kit um getting pieced together for it and it, it'll be a ripper it'll be a cool car 
That's we'll awesome. go rear radiator and the whole thing. So you you're aiming to do competitions then with that? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So that'll be that car. Um, we'll still have the other car, uh, the S13 hatch that you've seen. Yeah. That'll still be what I drive mostly. But the plans to do some uh, pro am stuff next year, and then some pro spec stuff down the road. Did you ever uh, sort out the the turbo issue with that one? I bought a big turbo for it. Um, we <laughs> so no. <laughs> no, I haven't done it yet. We've been working no. on the Mustang. I, I think we're gonna uh, pull the Jay Z out of that car, and and I've got a six O that we're gonna put in it. Nice. And then, uh, the power stroke, oh, right? LS, LS swap the world, baby. Um, <laughs> I was hoping it was a power stroke. <laughs> well, that was that would be yeah. cool. See, that I, was an, another reason why we chose um, to go with a different chassis. Just for the mere fact, like, I know how a carburetor works, but I'd rather be able to just plug in a computer EFI, and the computer EFI. tells me what, yeah. what it EFI wants. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't really want to have to bust out the stethoscope and listen to it. Preach, a, preacher, you know, preach. E- EFI <laughs> is so much better. He likes carbs. He says he does. I EFI. love a good sound. The sound of a carbed car, like the just the pure sound of a freaking carbureted V8. It's the best thing ever. Hey, we don't need your sound effects over here, all right? <laughs> you know, you know, is that the sound of... Is that the sound of you with your jet kit trying to get the damn thing to start? It's 10 degrees colder than it was the day before, and then now you have to rejet it because it doesn't do it itself. Yeah, it's just... No, see, you just you just spray a little bit of a, what is that, propane or something? Uh, in the, yeah, there we ether. go. Yeah. Propane? What are you trying to do? Right? I'm trying to blow the car up. Boom! <laughs> see, you know, LS is like, I, I used to hate on them a lot just because they are done a lot, which it's you know, still is they a, are. They they are still done a lot, which to me is you know they are a little boring in that aspect. But there is but a the reason. The more you we know. worked with them, it's just like ah, it's so easy and cheap to make Dude, power. I still hate them. Yeah, yeah. me too, me too. But <laughs> yeah, see, I can't deny them. Yeah, you know? see, I was I was like always like against LSs, and now I'm I'm buying this six two that needs to be rebuilt, and I'm like, <laughs> what am I gonna stick it in? You know, and it's just like yeah. there's a reason they're popular. They make good power. They're you know cheap the parts are really available you can go to autozone or o'reilly's and get a water pump you know just like all those types of things like we had that scout we built and you know and it was just pretty much a stock you know it's, it was basically an ls3 is the i L9 can go H. to autozone to get my parts you can do that with ls's too I i'm can, just saying but they, i can do it with my jdm <laughs> four banger it's probably more available and it's basically a go-kart motor but <laughs> <laughs> they make the same power it's fine but it's just like, <laughs> currently, yeah, might be right. yeah, they, they it's just like they're... the lawnmower section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they sell his spark plugs there in the aisle, don't you know? But they're they're seriously great because, like I said, it was just like a, like an intake and exhaust manifolds. You know, it was like literally nothing crazy, and that thing was fast. Well, and you can just get like universal motor mounts for under hundreds of dollars. Like you're, you're paying two di- yeah. two digits for for like lots of parts that in other applications would be super expensive. Yeah. Well, back when I first got into it, it was like it, the times have changed so crazy. Like you can get anything that you need on Amazon. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Back then, there was only like one company that made the the swap kit for an S chassis. Right. And it was like thousands of dollars. So, I mean, if you know, you pull up to the you know 
and you have your like stock ka and the dude next to you's got like an ls1 you're like whoa, whoa that's that guy's pretty got sick money. but now i mean you go to a junkyard full of motor i mean you could we have like six of them. They're just sitting on <laughs> yeah. the floor. You're right, like, right. They're dude, all dude, over you, the place. So you can get them off eBay now for like under a thousand bucks shipped, you know, too, yeah. for some of the like yeah. smaller spec And engines. it's so cheap and there's so much information out there. And they just like as long as you keep them oiled and I mean fairly cool, they <laughs> yeah, last. keep going. Yeah, dude, it's like, dude, there's several people. I know like uh, our buddy Matt Turner, he'd be out there and it's like, oh, it's at like 250 you know <laughs> and he's just like whoops and then he just lets it cool yeah, down and goes well, again well so like normal operating temperature on those things is like 220 yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Like, yeah that's where they live they live at 220 so i usually yeah. shut it down at like yeah about 240 250 yeah so i mean and i haven't i mean i've went way above that it's, <laughs> yeah it's still the bear so far so good on the bearings no shinies in the oil so i was gonna say my tahoe that i used to use for my tow rig i think that one got to almost 300 <laughs> yeah with, with the 4l or uh yeah with the 4l60 those things blow up oh yeah than the, the block does the, so. the last uh the last drift event i ever used that to tow my car home with we're i don't know if you guys are familiar with pioneer crossing in utah like that that double walled like smaller freeway style and since it has the two walls riding down and it's a really small street, all you could hear was the chatter, just the ticking coming from that motor. And every, it was just going through the RPMs is all the valves or the, the valve train just clacking and ticking. And, oh, that thing was I thought it was going to blow up. My girlfriend's like, you need to stop driving now. And I look down. The temperature gauge is pinned. It's just chattering. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm not stopping here. We have like two miles till we're home. Might as like well just make it. Nowhere to pull off either. Yeah. Oh, it made it, and then I started up the next day. Totally fine. The chatter was gone. <laughs> See? I, I, I'm telling you, man. I, that when you only have, like, one cam, it's yeah. just it's a it's super so simple. simple setup. And yeah. then I, I don't know why anybody wouldn't, like put an ls in your car like it's super it's cheap LS. it makes decent power <laughs> yeah see that's why I, i've liked my you know my my v6 is a similar setup because it's you know cam it's push rods you can actually use a lot of ls parts in it which is kind of interesting like guys use ls valves ls springs like push rods like all sorts of ls parts in it just because you know the nice part about these push rod engines is there's in not, your mustang yeah and those and those v6s a lot of guys use ls parts <laughs> just because it's a push rod engine and a lot of push rod parts are so the you're push improving rod engine has reached its pinnacle of evolution so, but hold on you're improving <laughs> your ford with chevy parts I'm putting, yeah, you put Chevy parts. Yeah, so in order to do Just getting that straight. Just getting that straight. Making sure we hear that. In order to do my big cam, I have to do Chevy valve springs and Chevy valves because my current uh, valves do not have enough um, uh, lift. They Like I would max, I'd I'd break something. Do you also just take the Chevy cam and just cut it to like six (laughs) cylinder? Yeah, totally. (laughs) What, do they have like shorter push rods? Improving my Ford with Chevy parts. are just shorter. (laughs) Like the yeah. Chevy parts and nitrous. That's the, what it really needs. For the Chevy, Chevy valves, parts. do you use? I still like uh, JZ cars. I wish uh, Derek would let me keep mine, but he knocked me out of it. Well, there you go. Everything. I well, I got the shop unlocked. Oh dang! <laughs> These guys are over here whining, and girling, and they're not even looking at the shop. What? Oh, yeah, you guys are missing out on quite <laughs> well, a bit uh, here. <laughs> what what size is that? The shop. Oh, there's the Mustang. 
Yeah. Ew. Hey, Ew. I, I, like, I like the mustache. The shop is a dead zone, so if I go in there, I'll for sure lose you guys. That's all, that's all right. I've, I've talked with Kevin right, a little bit about the Mustang. That's a nice shop, though. I like it. He's going for the oh. run. Oh. oh, there he goes. <laughs> it's paused. Wait, uh, what is that? Oh, okay, yeah. That's awesome. He made it four steps in, and he's gone. <laughs> Blueberry pancakes. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> No cell phones work in there. They never have. That's interesting. It's just total dead spot, huh? Yeah. Need, wild. Need like a a router out there. Like or a something. range extender, yeah. What size? Right, there's the that's the new car. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> what size is that shop, Derek? Uh forty by sixty. That's pretty good size. Nice. It looks tall too. Huh? Yeah, good. No, we got you. We got you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a 40 by 60. Nice. Um, extremely hot in the summer, extremely cold in the winter. Yeah, doesn't Sounds look like right. you got insulation or anything, yeah. huh? Yeah, no, it's insulated, oh, but it? still. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough, especially with that much space. You need a lot of heat or a lot of AC. Yeah. Well, recently, this year, we finally put in a pellet stove, so. Oh, cool. I bet that helped in the winter. Yeah, yeah. So, so is AC next on the list? Uh, no. Well, I'm, so in California, I'm used to the heat, so it's sure. not that bad for me. I mean, yeah. some days when it's like a hundred and something out there, I'm like, okay, this sucks. But uh, I'm I'm not gonna put mini splits or anything in there. That would just be financially irresponsible. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of all things, that we had a swamp cooler at our shop, and you know, it was better than nothing. But the shop would still get up to like 80 degrees on hot days. But it was better than 105, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just don't really want... Because I've got like a lot of raw material in there. I just don't want to deal with the rust. Sure. Yeah. No, that's fair. With the swamp cooler. I will, I will choose 105 degrees over a swamp cooler any day. See, I, like I swamp hate coolers. swamp coolers. I like them. <laughs> Gross. I feel like you get like... Yeah, why don't you just go well, live in the swamp, like you freaking mold monster? <laughs> get out of my swamp. <laughs> See, but it's so it's so arid here anyways that it's really not like terribly like it humid yeah. after the swamp. I like cooler. my dryness. Leave me alone. It's not like when you... Me you too. Know, we me got too. It off the plane in North Carolina a little while ago when we were buying a car. And just immediately, as soon as you walk out, you know, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm sticky. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's humid. <laughs> I like the dry heat. I'll definitely take the dry heat. No, no doubt about that. You hate the dry heat? No, I'll take the dry oh. heat. I was like, yeah, like, I like imagine it. Imagine if it's like, uh, you know, you're out in the shop, you're sweating, and it's 110 and like 80% humidity. Like, that just sounds Got to ring out your shirt at the end of the day. <laughs> you're just swimming. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> you that's just, awful. You don't have to drink any water, though, because you're just breathing it in. <laughs> yep, it's true. <laughs> makes my life yeah, easier that's that's what my my like i'll talk to my family in california and they're like oh it's 100 degrees out there huh i'm like yeah but it's a dry heat it's, it's different yeah, <laughs> it's really, yeah. it's different there's like those names about that you know <laughs> it's a dry heat it's fine it, it is it feels it feels way better than humid heat uh, see the thing is like i tap out at like 70 degrees then i'm starting to like you, it's too hot you are only happy in like a five degree window pretty much <laughs> it's fine <laughs> He's like, a moody one. Utah goes from like 30 degrees to like 80 degrees in the same week, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, we're the same out here. It, yeah, we didn't really have a spring. Yeah. It just got hot. Yeah, yeah, you're just like, what happened? What happened? Are you guys Are you guys <laughs> high up enough that uh, you're not going to get flooded? Yeah, we're 
Well, yeah, we'll be. I'll nice. be. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be good. I think I think you're in the floodplain or no? Me no, no. Okay, I think Loma's in the floodplain, if I'm not mistaken. Part of it, but I'm yeah, good. Yeah, no, we're pretty high up there. I mean, elevation wise, I think we're technically higher than you know Lehigh American Fork area. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we're out of the river. That's which is good. good but the river's chooching it's good lake powell's gonna fill up yeah. go down and get some boat in it. Yeah. finally we were at lake powell last summer and it was low like it was crazy low last yeah year. oh yeah it's crazy yeah it's kind of nice to come out of that dry spell of course it's got its own problems to deal with but it's nice <laughs> to not be in that dry spell anymore i hate being 100%. in a dry spell yeah uh, did you see the i don't know if it's what's going on in colorado right now but in utah there's been uh <laughs> Like houses like washing off into res- ravines and stuff, like like they building like falling off into canyons and stuff. Yeah, like that's that. what you get for living in Kaysville. I know, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> but there's just like yeah, an insane amount of water coming down. You know, and I don't, I haven't been falling really yeah. anywhere else other than Utah. I haven't seen, I've seen that in Utah. I haven't seen it here yet though. There's not a lot of houses way up on the hills like that here. Yeah, yeah. a lot you mean of the- people don't want to spend stupid money just to live up on the hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure in some areas, you know, Aspen and those sure. ritzy towns, there's, there's some houses, but they probably plan for it. Right, right. Not like Kaysville. Whenever I hear Aspen, I just think of Dumb and Dumber. Same, I won't lie. Same. That's all I can think of. You had two pairs of gloves this whole time. <laughs> Our birds' heads are falling off. This hog gets 50 miles to the gallon. Then <laughs> you went and totally redeemed yourself. So we're, okay, uh, I'm done. We're, we're getting a little closer on time here because i know that uh caleb's got to get going but i wanted you guys to kind of leave off with uh just one thing each from you guys that you would uh if you're ever to have have your child you know get into drifting what's the best advice you could give them so they don't give up on it and walk away give up and walk away (laughs) (laughs) no they're not allowed to (laughs) inspirational advice one good thing that would that would keep somebody in drifting no pressure. Derek, you want to go? <laughs> I guess I would say uh, probably uh, build your own car. Uh, not saying like, not the whole like built, not bought thing, but if you actually take the time to like go through your car, that way when something does go wrong at the tra- at the track, like you know you it. built it, so yeah. you know kind of like where to look yeah and i've always said uh if you can reach the pedals you can drive it because i'm six foot six so <laughs> it's gonna be a while before make me my kid short. can reach the pedals but yeah i would just say um yeah just you know get out build there. your own car or um take the time to learn the chassis take the time to like i wouldn't just hop in it and then just drive fast towards the wall and then pull the e-brake like that's <laughs> that's kind of counterproductive like take the time to figure because it does take a little bit of finesse i mean it's not yeah. an easy sport right um but yeah that's what i would say build build your own car solid solid uh mine would be just make sure you meet a lot of people and uh have some good friends it's a hard sport to do by yourself oh yeah um probably impossible to do completely by yourself so um, it's not worth have doing people around you, good people around you that uh, are willing to help out and be willing to help them out if you know they need it. Right. Uh, I mean, Derek and Justin <clears throat> at an event last year used a a dumpster, a torch, and a jack 
to uh, fix a lower control arm for me. <laughs> to the so, you know, it, I couldn't have done that by myself. Ingenuity and, uh, yeah, so at its finest. Make sure you've got some good people around you. That's awesome. Yeah, I would agree. That's that's one of the best parts about it, I think. I thought for sure that Derek was going to say, build your own car, and then Caleb's going to be like, pay somebody to build your car. <laughs> well, no, no, Caleb's over here helping. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I'd like to think that he's learned a lot since we've been – Hanging out, like if you yeah. will. Yeah, supervising. <laughs> Which sometimes I need to be supervised. Supervising. Is the, that's the most important say. position, man. Holding the wrench in the background, making sure he stays on task. Yeah, <laughs> a flashlight. I'm a big flashlight holder. Oh yeah, big flashlight guy. <laughs> that's all I'm good at. That's Derek, all I'm good at. Do you, do you yell at him when he doesn't hold it right? Yep. Yeah, I grab it and like force it where I want it. <laughs> Hold it right here. <laughs> awesome. Go give me a beer. <laughs> That's me. That's me building cars. <laughs> Sounds pretty accurate. That's awesome. Um, you guys want to give some shout outs to anything? Instagrams. Yeah, plug your uh, your socials. Yeah, mine's at Still Drifts. Uh, Handsome Dangers at Handsome Dot Danger. Um, follow us on there. We've got a bunch of cool cars. I think we had two cars at Grid uh, Life and three or four at Bonneville Bash. We've got a we got a good group of people out here. So yeah, go follow us. There, um, I'm at Handsome Double D, but I'm you don't have to follow me. I'm not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we think you're interesting. Don't you worry. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for coming on today. It's been it's been a little bit of a struggle trying to get everything lined out for this, so I'm very happy that it finally worked out and we were able to get both of you on. Hopefully, one day we'll have you here in person, or we'll we'll snag you at the track one day when we're out there podcasting. So yeah, we can we can drink some beers and do this. Yeah, absolutely. I just uh, yeah, just one request. Let's do like ten. 1030? <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I was going to say, when well, you first I, got on, you looked a little tired. I'm, I'm a little... Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks oh. for having us on. Sorry it took so long. Uh, yeah, we'd love, to, we'd love to join again, for sure. Sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'd love that, too. Well, thank you, guys, and thanks for all of our listeners and all the support and the love that we've been getting. We really appreciate it. Um, if you guys could go out and check us out at uh, Instagram at Clueless Drifting or Clueless underscore Drifting, I'm forgetting yep. my own Instagram name now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, pretty please, much all please, we got uh, for you. Review the podcast, uh, sign up for notifications, share it with your friends. If you have something to say or tell me that I'm stupid, just get a hold of me on Instagram. It's yeah. totally fine. I need <laughs> to hear it. Send a message. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks guys. Bye. We'll see you. See ya. Yeah.